Hello friends, this is Ritesh from RetailRitesh.com and welcome to Simplifying Retail Podcast. Today I have an amazing guest. That guest is so special to me personally. He was my manager. I was reporting to him. He is my mentor and he comes with 30 years of solid retail background. His name is Mr. Muthu Kumar and he has been a senior in a very various leadership uh, roles in various retail organizations and personally it is a great moment for me to welcome Mr. Muthu Kumar. Sir, good afternoon and welcome to Simplifying Retail Podcast. Good afternoon Ritesh, it is so nice to see you. I really, I am very very happy to see you after uh, so many years. And um, I have been uh, avidly watching all your uh, podcast, and uh, I have been also had the uh, time took a time to little go through your book. Uh, you are really amazing. You are doing a good job, um, and I am very happy that you have taken the new new medium and moved into that. Uh, I wish you also very good Thank success, you, and I would. I am very happy. So, <laughs> as they here. say, friends. This is a session wherein a uh, you know a sikshar, uh, I mean a guru is talking to his disciple. So I am a disciple. I am a student. I have always remained Mr. Muthu Kumar's student. He ha- I have been a, a great admirer of his management skills. In fact, even I am trying to imbibe certain of his qualities, like how he used to take the team together as one unit. This is something I learned uh, under his leadership when uh, I was with a brand called Forever Twenty One and Muthu sir was as I normally call him Muthu sir and uh, he has been a great support in fact uh, we launched it in India that brand and that brand had created an history in terms of the launch uh, when we launched uh, Forever 21 in New Delhi and uh, sir coming to the podcast uh, today uh, I would uh, yes you are one of the persons sir who have made that transition you are a professional chartered accountant now, how a finance person, how the transition that you have made into retail and that too you specialize in uh, operations wherein you have merchandising, you have visual, you have marketing, you have buying under all your operations uh, domain. So how is the transition? I want to know or if you can share the journey uh, with my listeners that we can learn a lot from you, sir. Actually speaking, when I started, I started as a stenographer. So, my, at the age of 19, I was a full-fledged stenographer working for Asian Paints and that too, in India back home. From there, I was forced into uh, giving the uh, CA entrance exam and I passed the CA entrance exam. Actually, Ritesh, I have just moved. I have flowed with whatever came. And uh, I got an opportunity to join Landmark because we were the, uh, when I came to UAE first time, I was with PKF and they were the auditors for Landmark and uh, I came to know the Landmark people and we had a good uh, respect for each other mutually. So when I got an offer for Nigeria, um, they told me why don't you join us. So I took this offer and I joined Landmark group as auditor which was a normal transition. Working in a retail company in Landmark especially. you find that the other side is much better so i was looking for it and when the at the first opportune moment when they wanted a person for saudi arabia i went into that uh, as a finance guy from the audit and then i got an opportunity to 
be in the part of the startup team for the value fashion brand and i have been never been looking back um, even when i was in aditya birla group uh, in between for a value fashion again brand called people i could have chosen uh, finance again but i never wanted to go back into finance in fact uh, so the transition happened purely because of the peers mm. uh, the dynamism there um, actually i would take a moment and say where it all changed uh, when the first time i changed to uh, to move from uh, finance to retail it happened in london actually i would owe a lot to mickey mr mickey jakyani um, who as you say is my guru for me i lived in his uh, place and we were doing research on uh, various uh, um, retail formats and believe me ritesh i didn't know the difference between cotton and polyester uh, also and i was thinking what we are doing every day going into the stores and looking at it. actually mr mickey jakyani convinced me i told mr mickey that i would like to go back to finance or i would like to go home back yeah. so he told me you write, take a piece of paper and write your strengths and your weaknesses i said what is this 7 o'clock in the morning he is asking me <laughs> to write down my strengths and weaknesses so i wrote my strengths legal finance um, accounts um, audit like that i that is one my weakness i told retail then he asked me a question this strengths you are saying it is your strength are you sure i said yes i am very sure mm. so he told me then where is it going to go this is not going to go anywhere mm. can you start working on your weaknesses wow That's that was a change he said you are in the mecca of retail in the oxford street and you are here saying me you are bored go and try to see the stores in a different light and believe me i changed that was life changing uh, moment life, that was a life changing moment i am uh, blessed uh, by the grace that i got lot of life uh, um, life changing moments and uh, one of the best one was this i never i regretted that change what i took over because what i have seen what i come across to people see as an internal audit you are in a different mindset and i was a fraud catching specialist so you are always not trusting anybody True. and from that to become to a um, uh, business you have to first thing you have to do is to trust what the maximum because once i remember again i would like to quote uh, how the transition of the mindset see we chartered accountants are groomed so much into doubting and numbers. checking and numbers and being sure and things like that so i remember again i would like to take the name of mr mickey for one thing i remember when i was i got into landmark because uh, i could um, find some frauds and um, catch them so mr ratan at that time he was a finance director a very esteemed personality mm. i am so blessed to come so many mm. good people in my life mm. very great highly intellectual person so he um, he told me to investigate and i caught, uh, caught we had a person who was uh, with caught with fraud mm. i gave all the proof so myself and uh, mr ratan and mr mickey was sitting together and ratan mr ratan told briefed him so i remember that sentence mickey so he was expecting that mr mickey mm. will come out and put that across and mr mickey said uh, see good that um, you know i would love to trust people good that one person is caught that means it shows that i can rely on the balance 199 <laughs> so the way he took that 
thing was a different eye opener for all of us chartered accountants in yeah. fact that's a lovely uh, learning for you uh, including me and as well as for my uh, listeners friends uh, look at positivity in every negative situation that is a lovely take uh, from this story uh, mathu sir and uh, that brings to me uh, to my second question uh, you have been involved in fashion retail yeah. you have been uh, uh, friends let me just tell, uh, explain what what i mean by fa- uh, value fashion value fashion is uh, brands like uh, uh, which are not uh, bridge to luxury which are in a lower pyramid when it comes to the value offering that doesn't uh, mean that the quality is not good so it's basically a pocket friendly merchandise Uh, in a fashion uh, lingo we call it as a value fashion so sir you have been involved in uh, value fashion through and through what do you think uh, is the future of value fashion see first of all the value fashion is now a very very fashionable word by itself uh, everybody wants to in that when i i am more into uh, the value fashion apparels so um when i when we started max i being the founder also part of the founding member team from the initial stages when we researched we were researching more into the likes of primark at the time fixated on that um, so when the um, uh, max was there it had the first mover advantage um, uh, going in the apparel sector i am saying but now there is a lot of philanthro of brands which are offering it uh, you know it very well there are a lot of them and the next one comes it i also forever 21 was one other yeah so forever 21 is a value fashion brand which uh, based on fashion fast fashion yeah so it's a different league it's a different league. it's a uh, match is a different league forever and forever 21 when i started working with her for forever 21 it was a big eye opener because when you are seeing from outside you don't consider that as a value fashion uh, you consider that as a fashionable fashion. store yes. yeah but when you start working with them and you start understanding it's uh, this one then you uh, take it across that it's a superb value fashion uh, right. because value what is a value fashion term uh, even mont blanc in india is uh, putting themselves as a value fashion in the pens yes. so what you that I means what you give, yes. yeah what you give you are getting more value than what you pay yeah. for that is what in simplistic terms value fashion as far as now coming back to my sphere of uh, uh, being in the industry for the last uh, two decades where i have been involved is in more into value fashion apparels i i for me uh, the best example nowadays uh, in the international is h&m uh, of course who has been commercially exactly. making it so well and not zara uh, not zara zara is i would say it's in the mid level it's okay. not in the value fashion okay. um of course the lefties have uh, i've got more lot more exactly the other brand which is of course is doing very good is uniqlo also but Amazing. each has yes. got a different position yes. uh, um and i would say even cotton on which is from australian brand is also a good uh, but you even in value fashion you need to catch on a particular position for which you for a usp for which you should be renowned for like uh, uniqlo is known for its fabrics and this uh, very very convenient um, and this colors um, h&m is so super when you go you get whether right. so much synergy right. is there between the women's and the men's um, so 
value fashion is going to stay and more so in the current conditions uh, wherein the covid has really made the changes a lot more life is not going to be the same yes. for all of us most of them which we are already seeing it and uh, value fashion will have will be going through a particular changes but will it, it is there to will change. it grow it will grow see the thing is today the way the fashion is taken is also i'm i'm not a fashion expert but what i can see is um, fashion is also going through a lot of change a lot of casual dressing is coming in uh, first of all most of them with work from home and even if you see even when you travel even when you everybody is comfortable in the casual wearing and uh, second thing is people are no longer giving it a premium Mm-hmm. uh this one and uh, even though the fabric uh, the um, basic ingredients prices have gone up the overall prices has not for making a garment mm. has not uh, gone so much. in one way what you are trying to say yes your uh, cost of goods sold has gone up but you are not been able to increase the or change the price positioning or command higher price for the garment which was earlier available at a cheaper now it is available at more expensive price and but since you are standing for a value fashion you have to maintain your rsp accordingly correct and the fashionability the the add ons uh, it is a better garment today see when you when you when you when you take about a 5 6 years 7 years back the quality of the garment were not that good today because of the technological changes with the limited with the same prices you get a better garment which has mm. got a little more longer durability than uh, much before for the same prices so that way it is good fashion part of it is which was changing a lot more it has become more casual today mm. so it is easier and value fashion is going to and stay one of the brand which you have mentioned sir uniqlo has been a very personal uh, i'm close to that brand in fact i have done a case study uh, friends that case study i will be it will be published in a, one of the magazines called retail people next month early next month it's a full detailed uh, comparison as to what made uniqlo so unique so I that's see. the uh, case study yeah, small teaser that i wanted to uh, share uh, sir that brings to my uh, second co- or rather a third question do you think this value fashion and fast fashion drive something called consumerism we all today talks about sustainability eco friendly environment friendly you know the uh, used garments are uh, destroying the environment the cotton the way is uh, taking more of the ground water to grow a cotton do you think uh, uh, this value fashion and uh, fast fashion is drives consumerism actually i i cannot blame the value fashion or the fast fashion for consumerism consumerism has come in we are all committing this sin <laughs> it's an it's an economic yeah. uh, parameter consumerism yes. and materialism are here to stay and uh, therefore as commercial persons we need to move along with what is there uh, going around and uh, to feed it in a fashion that it can sustain the need of the consumer because ultimately when we are in the retail business we have to see what the consumer needs uh, i can be principally different now at the same time when you want to give back to the society and what hnm is doing like a sustainability exercise it's good for them mm. 
that is i really appreciate those brands which have grown big and are able to give back in this method but having said that when you take a fashion and when you are in the retail and when you have to grow you need and more so in this environment we need to support the needs of the consumers and if it is uh, their choice that they want to see the latest trendy fashion at an affordable prices and they want to shop regularly then we need to support that Across. In fact, uh, friends, this has given a birth to a new category. Uh, it's called sustainable fashion. Yeah. There has been a brand uh, called Aileen Fisher. If you can uh, Google it, uh, that brand stands for sustainability. They grow uh, their own organic cotton, and they even use uh, they convert uh, Coca Cola and Pepsi pet bottles, the plastic bottle, into a T-shirts. Oh, so it's yeah, a it's correct. a and they use something more uh, in there as one of the key uh, fabric ingredient is something called bamboo. So they use the bamboo shoots and all those to make a fabric. And uh, check out this brand, Alien Fisher. It's uh, really uh, and go through their history. It's really a uh, learning experience you will get. Uh, so that brings to my uh, next question or uh, uh, what advice coming from a finance background uh, and is doing so well in uh, operations and retail per se what advice will you like to give to aspiring uh, middle management uh, cadre or even uh, someone who wants to enter a retail like an entrepreneur so coming from you i want in finance since you are a finance wizard as well i want what advice will you give to an aspiring entrant i would say first of all you should have a passion to it uh, i am fortunate to be moving along i get my energy from the people uh working with designers make me younger mm. uh feel younger uh, like they say in for auto you know <laughs> that mm. so first of all a passion is required if you don't uh, love what you are doing it i think you are not doing justice second thing is of course all of this are in only one purpose to be commercially successful now it can be a short run or it can be a long run the long run is better yeah. if you are sure of it though those short run do matters for a lot of entrepreneurs but so i my advice is be passionate about the job make sure that it is sensible and commercially right and another thing which i believe in is we should always think big we should really Great. think big that's yeah. a lovely yeah. mantra and uh, uh this uh, i coming from a very very lower middle class family and who have been very very conservative in their outlook the thinking big is again is uh, is um, is um, uh, thing which has happened in uae because right from our uh, rulers uh, they have shown us the way that thinking big uh, is the right way to True. approach that's a exact very good mantra friends think big whatever you are th- doing today however small it is it may be today but th- if you have a thing uh, if you think big you can make it happen uh, sir uh, one question uh, which i always wanted to ask you when i was reporting to you but never got the courage and guts to ask you today if you allow me can i ask that question sir yeah <laughs> you would say <laughs> where is so afraid of me no no you can always approach me and you can ask me today yeah, uh, sure, uh, sir uh, you have been so successful have you ever failed in your life oh, 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 oh. actually i have failed uh, 
so though maths was a very success one and actually my failure uh, i would not consider my failure um, in commercial world both the uh, last two decades recession which is the 2008 and this covid both has uh, pulled me back and uh, derailed my journey uh, completely but i learned a lot uh, from this i am sure i am a much different person uh, because of this derailment than without the derailment i was a very arrogant and uh, not so caring person and life has taught me a lot of lesson with this derailment i am thankful that i got to see this phase also and uh, as you say uh, i can always look at hope because when you are successful what more you have to do when <laughs> now when you have to achieve something you have got a fire in the belly you know Correct. and so i feel younger so uh, i have been so now you are taking a leap of faith and starting your entrepreneurial journey so you from and you have uh, leaving your uh, status as an employee and now going to be an employer uh, will you like to uh, share some insights as to what is your uh, journey is going to be now uh, going forward yeah uh, i will have to put see first thing is i love this country and this is where the it has given me made me as a man whatever i am today and second thing is i love right retail uh, and i am blessed with a lot of uh, good people so who is are, it going to be another retail venture of yours yeah it will be another retail oh, venture oh wow that's amazing uh, it will take some time i have to see that the environment and all uh, changes accordingly but it will be in this line and it will be in uh, middle east <laughs> i wish you all the best sir friends uh, you can follow mr muthu kumar on linkedin he is there on linkedin and you never know he can be your next uh, employer so keep following him on uh, linkedin and he is a great resource a great mentor he believes in giving and sharing his knowledge his wisdom and uh, sir i would like to take uh, this opportunity to thank you once again for taking time out and uh, and did a candid conversation with me for my listeners i am sure my listeners would have learned a lot today from this uh, discussion that we had and wish you all the best in your entrepreneurial journey thank you very much sir thank you ritesh it was such a pleasure to see you and first of all and go do this podcast and it gave me an opportunity to speak my mind uh, without any preparation so i thank you very much and i look forward for the lunch which you have promised definitely <laughs> definitely that goes ahead thank you friends thank you listeners yeah thank you listeners thank you friends it was a uh, lovely chatting with uh, mr muthu kumar and uh, i hope uh, you guys keep following me in uh, from retailritesh.com and keep uh, following uh, my instagram my insta- i am as uh, mohan ritesh on instagram my youtube channel is ritesh mohan and retail ritesh you can follow there and stay connected i am also on twitter as retail ritesh so you can follow me on all those platforms stay connected stay safe and keep following thank you